guys. Howdy. Oh, hey. What's up? How you doing? Nothing. We had an so, adventure. You guys we did. did. An adventure. Tabitha, um, you were missed. It's okay. I know. I, I have my hoodie on. Too. Oh, nice. Ooh. My New York Public Library hoodie. So cute. Mm, so cute. Did you post the picture of that astrology book? No, I didn't. I have to. The Sky Atlas. Yeah. There was this super cool, cool, cool. So cool. <laughs> there was this cool <laughs> oh exhibit at the library, and there was this book. I don't know if you sent it to Tab. Uh, she told me it's, about it. It was crazy. It's this big astrology book, and it had like 20 layers of paper that like swirled. It was like one of those calendar what? kind of things, but it was all astrology from like forever ago. That's crazy. It it's was pretty really wild. crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. It was wild. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. They had so much astrology stuff out when we were there. Mm -hmm. Like, it was a lot of, um, I was going to say astrology. What is Mm -hmm. happening? Astrology and religion (laughs) stuff. And then, like, randomly just, like, a Winnie the Pooh uh, uh, exhibit, which was so There's so much Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I think it was just, like, an exhibit for Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Well, it was the original. They knew you guys were coming, and it was the weekend before we recorded Aquarius season. <laughs> so, so Winnie had to be involved. They had to. Mm-hmm. They had to throw in a curveball. Yeah, <laughs> that's yep, exactly what happened. And I think we went there on like the first day of Aquarius season too. It definitely was Ooh. the Aquarius Aquarius new moon that day for we sure. Did. We, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, they knew you guys were coming. Yeah, we had a very great time. It was very nice. It was, we laughed, we cried, we got swindled yeah. by a performer who <laughs> promised us the world and then sent it crashing down. <laughs> Wait, you missed a really important part. Promised us the world, took our money. Flipping over people and shit, it's whatever went in new york <laughs> so he was like get he was like you know like yeah like we're gonna do this it's gonna be so great like hyping up the crowd everybody's like around him and like he flips over this little kid and like then he's like getting the five tallest guys out of the thing and he's like oh i'm gonna flip over all these guys and i'm like he's not gonna be able to fucking do that he's not gonna be able to do it and everybody's like yeah he is like he obviously he's done it before like you know like whatever so then he gets them all on the line he starts moving moving them around like in just into different positions and then like goes and asks for donations from everybody and then the guys that are standing there like in the row like asks them for donations and is like if you donate less than twenty dollars like i'm gonna take off half of your body like just like joking and like it was it was funny but then so then now like whatever so we get to the like to the part where he has to like jump over all five people and he takes three of them away and then puts the two well, basically guys says there. like you can get out of line if you give me 20 bucks right and they like give them money because <laughs> they're like I'm not, you're not supposed to over but me. you can get out of line if you give me 20 dollars i would have just yeah <laughs> yeah so then I'm now these guys either <laughs> so these people give him the money oh and God. then he has these two guys stand there and he has them like bend over like halfway and then he just he jumped over them and it was like you know like i don't know i i just everybody I, can saw, go home I saw a street performer by the liberty uh statue of liberty years ago that 
did the same thing, but actually flipped over like mad people. Well, that would have been I, cool. I would have been happy with that. I would have been yeah. fine with that if we actually got what we paid for. But <laughs> the Capricorn placements you know and me are upset yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. What a waste. <laughs> but it was still a. Fu- it was still fun, even though yeah. it was stupid. Yeah, and then it we went into stupid. this like cheesy "I love New York" store, which was fun. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I bought yeah. sweatpants because it was freezing. It was really mm-hmm. cold. Yeah. Margo and I got the same sweatpants. I just put them over our leggings. Well, nice. Riley cold limbs. It was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. So all in all, it was nice. I just, uh, I wish I didn't fall for his tricks. <laughs> so bitter. Listen, we know what we were getting into. We know what we were getting into. Anyway, New York City. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to New Welcome. York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was nice. You were definitely missed, Tabitha, but we, we were. did have a nice time. Oh, good. I'm happy. I'm, to, nice I'm happy you guys time. had fun. Yeah. Me, 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 me. I feel like Aquarius season has made me sleepy. Mm, I agree. Ever since it's happened, I've just been sleepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I've also been sleepy, but I just thought it was because. You know, we walked around New York and then the next day I was in Philly with Stevie and Coco. Mm. And I'm like, maybe just because I've just been in big cities for two days straight walking around all day. That's That'll, true. That'll wear you out. Yeah. yeah, I went to the tattoo convention. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did you get a tattoo? I didn't. I mm-hmm. found something. I was like, oh, I like this. I want that. Uh, but then I was like, but I don't know where I'm going to get it. But now I know that I want this thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll just get it somewhere when I figure out where I want to get it. Cool. It was just cool to look at. Tattoo conventions are dope. I've never been to one, but they did the suspension stuff when I went, mm-hmm. and that was horrifying to watch. But also, like, I couldn't look away. Mesmerizing. Yeah, yeah. It, it made me wild. like nauseous because I was just—I don't know—that it just because I was just I couldn't imagine like doing it because it just seemed so painful. But like they were—they were—it was fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. They weren't it doing it when we were there. There was another like drum thing happening when we were mm, there. But mm. I saw there was a section for the suspension and I was like, damn it. Yeah. Missed it. Because it yeah, is it wild. Crazy. Yeah. It was, it's crazy. And it's not like, it's not like, you know, I, it's it just, it, I can't imagine like stuff like that sometimes, like every once in a while, like certain things just like I'll see it and like it'll just make me nauseous. And it's like random shit. Like touching a terracotta pot makes me nauseous. This, it's the texture thing. I don't know. Do you like the way the spoon feels against your, no. your salad rusty fingers? No. fingers? <laughs> I said your rusty salad fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to say rusty. So yeah, I almost said the same fingers. thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like man. the way the rusty spoon feels against my salad fingers. <laughs> I'll, stop. I'll stop. We can cut that. That's a season. We're allowed to be weird. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. We're in it. Weird, we're in it. Okay? Yeah. We're in it to win it. To win it, to in it. Oh, that sounded cool. Oh, sorry. Random Aquarius things. There you go. Should I uh, should I start by reading the Aquarius page? Sure. Or do you want to start? Do you want to do something? No. No. I want to (laughs) take. No, I don't want to do anything. (laughs) 
She's an Aquarius season has made her tired. She doesn't want to do anything. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I also feel like I don't know if it's like also because Uranus went direct and like mm. Aquar like Uranus rules Aquarius. So I just feel like all of that like double energy Aquarius. together. It's just like yeah, it's just Sleepy doubling time. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Sleepy time. It's also winter. It is winter and it's it cold. Is. Mm-hmm. It is. I would like Nobody snow. Nobody wants to do anything. I, I want love snow, to, too. I would love snow. I was talking to Kim yesterday. I did my interview with Kim, and she said it was snowing in Arizona. What? Rude. And I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> she's like, come get your weather. It's in my yard, and it's drunk. And I was like, <laughs> send it here. Like, I don't mind. I will take it happily. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's been anyway. like 70. It's I been know. like 70 for like, there's a couple, there's 70 degrees. I was walking around a t-shirt. Like it's, it's just disrespectful. January. It is very disrespectful. Get your shit together. Weather. I'm going to do a snow spell. Do a Ooh, snow spell. Yes. I don't know I what that do looks it. like. I don't Let's know what it looks like. We could make one up. We can. Also, Patreons, your spells are coming soon. I'm sorry. I've been failing you. <laughs> I know Just we have going. a live, but this will already be out by the time we yeah. do the live. Yeah, we do yeah. have a live. When is that? So I hope um, you guys enjoyed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what did, I hope you guys enjoyed it when it comes out. <laughs> this is such an Aquarius. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Right. Welcome to the no. air. Welcome yeah. to the storm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're in this bitch. We're in this bitch. We've I'm been ready. in this bitch for a few days. Uh, we we got into this bitch on the twentieth. Mm-hmm. We're going to be mm-hmm. here to February eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's some facts about uh, Aquarius. I'm ready. Right? The duality is masculine. Mm-hmm. Oh, the element is air. Mm. It's a fixed wind. Sign. Wind. wind. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even call it air. I just call it straight up wind. <laughs> Uh, it, it's a it's a fixed sign. It says Aquarius is assertive, independent, progressive, analytical, original, and inventive. Has strong dislikes and firm opinions. That's facts. Fucking aliens. Uh, <laughs> robots. <laughs> the, the ruling planet is Uranus. Yours. My anus. Uranus is oh. the ruling planet. Didn't we decide uh, that? Aquarius is AI mm. in the Halloween episode, like instead of like, or was yeah. it a robot? I it was one. So. Of, well, I feel like that's similar. Beep, boop, 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 beep. Exactly. <laughs> Either one makes sense. <laughs> Uranus, ancient Greek sky god, first ruler of the universe, it was the first modern planet to be discovered in 1781. That was a good year uh, in astrology. <laughs> it was a good year. <laughs> Aquarius is a I planet of change, disruption. <laughs> The unconventional and the unexpected. It rules invention, aerodynamics, and modern science. Whoa. Whoa. Science. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. The science, big brain. Mm. Yeah. Smartest book. Mm. <laughs> the water, the symbols of water bearer, uh, dispensing a gift that flows freely and equally to all, representing creation and the giving of life. The water that the water bearer or pours out symbolizes truth which you freely give out to the world Mm. i like it this one has me feeling this one makes me feel weird 
Okay. okay. Uh, the symbol. So for those of you who don't know, the symbol for Aquarius is like two squiggly lines, kind of like lightning bolts on their sides, like mm-hmm. going parallel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says the pictograph, the pictograph represents the water that flows from the vessel. The water bearer is also a picture of the human ankle in motion. Ew. I don't like that at all. This is so that's weird. A, that's the weirdest ankle I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, what the, the fuck case. is this ankle doing? It's out of pocket. <laughs> it needs to get back just into its little ankle pocket. It's, uh, it's, it's the part of the anatomy that Enjoy. Aquarius rules. Uh, in symbolic terms, the rigid, unbroken lines represent electric energy, universal thought, and the wisdom of the future. But where the fuck does the ankles come? Uh, yeah, into play? I'm still on the ankle thing. Can we? Can we? Like, cause I'm right? just imagining like an ankle. It's it's Gumby's ankle. It's like dislocated. It's like a dislocated ankle just wobbling. I around. hate it. it I hate uh, it too. No, it's okay, guys. It's just it's Gumby's ankle. It's solely. I, don't know if I like that anymore. No. <laughs> leave Why? Gumby alone. Don't bring him into this. <laughs> don't, you leave Gumby alone. But he can yeah, move freely. Mm. An Aquarius. <laughs> you think of me as an Aquarius? <laughs> yeah, with those fucking ankles. The fucking ankles. <laughs> yeah, you got weird ass ankles. If you're an Aquarius, <laughs> obviously an Aquarius yeah. with your weird ass ankles. Yeah, oh if you are an Aquarius, send us a picture of your ankles. <laughs> and no, we're not going to pay for them. You just need to send them to us freely. Yeah. <laughs> The dominant keyword is I know. <laughs> they know that their ankles are fucked up. Uh, the polarity. <laughs> I feel the like polarity... I know fits them so well, though. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Uh, the polarity is you. Tada. I know. My sister. sister. Mm. Yeah. Aquarius is a sign of hopes and dreams, friends and wishes. Its natives tend to be idealistic humanitarians who are concerned with the larger issues of the world but remain personally detached in their own relationships. Leo, Aquarius's opposite sign, is a sign of pleasure, affection, and love affairs. Leo people look for fun and good times to make them happy. They need close ties with others and tend to dominate in love affairs. Spicy. It is spicy, but why did I just say love affairs twice? Because they really (laughs) need to drive that home. They really wanted to let you guys know that there was good love affairs. Can it just be romantic relationships? Why does that's it have what to I'm be saying? An affair? No, love affairs. <laughs> Only affairs. Like, okay, well, sorry, Ken. I gotta live up to my side. <laughs> All I think about when I read lo- the word like love affairs, like in anything astrology now, is Caroline Beekman. Mm. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's a, it's a love affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it is affair. It's, it's an affair. Yeah, it's a, a lo- it's a, yeah, that's it. <laughs> the part of the body that's ruled by Aquarius. Can you guess one of them? The ankle. Uh, I'm gonna take a yeah. I was gonna say take a shot in the dark and say ankle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the circulatory system, shins, and ankles. I don't know how I knew mm. that. Aquarius natives are prone towards ankle sprains and breaks. Uh, also, varicose veins and hardening of the arteries. Ew. Sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, watch your ankles, guys, okay? Yeah, take care of your shit. Uh, lucky day is Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, Uranus doesn't have a day of the week, right? 
No. That's air signs. It's probably yeah. going to fall under Mercury. Makes sense. I would have put them under uh, Saturn, though, because they're traditional, traditional ruler Saturn. Saturn. So I would put them on Saturday. But Wednesday also. Well, I mean, it's not the only astrology book yeah. that you'll ever need. True. It's not. It's so not. So maybe. And we know this. But the idea of Aquarius being under, under Saturn just confuses the fuck out of me. Like, that does not well, make any sense to me. I, I would like to have a conversation about this. Yeah, Are you ready to have a conversation yeah, about it right now? Yeah, I only got a few more things. We'll get back to it. Okay, so uh, yes and no. Because even though Aquarius is very much, you know, a free spirit, you know, very rebellious, they're also very controlling in the sense of their own emotions and the way that they are perceived and the way that they communicate with other people. So like Aquarius's love humanity, but like also don't like a person. You know what I mean? Like they're very much like they can, they could, you know, give back and they want to like help the world and they're here to like inspire and help push humanity forward. But at the same time, like they can be really cold and detached from people too. And that's because they have so much important work to do while they're here that they're really good on like a grand scale, but they're also kind of like the loner at the same time. So I feel like with Saturn being the modern ruler of Aquarius from that Aquarius gets like their discipline when it comes to like really important things that they need to get done. And also Aquarius gets their ability to control their emotions and can control situations and that kind of stuff. But then they're also this like really rebellious spirit at the same time. So it kind of gives them that duality and that balance between floating off into outer space while still being kind of tethered to the earth and to reality, sometimes to a point where like, reality really sucks you know what i mean mm, like yeah like i feel like aquarius is like are like pisces also like they feel the the problems of the earth like on a really like le- real and like soul level so because of that i feel like they are very much attached to a lot of the outcomes of things even if they may not seem like they're attached to it or they may be like a little aloof or a little cold or once again detached um i feel like their spirit is just so like entrepreneurial but also like inspiring and just like they're very just unique you know they're they're every i feel like every single aquarius that i know is different from the other from another aquarius that i know you know like they definitely share similar attributes but like they're all just so uniquely themselves, but they all have like very similar tendencies, if that makes sense. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. That does make sense. And there's, there's actually going to the beginning part of what you were saying. There's a part in this book uh, that talks about their character as a system of paradoxes Mm. for Aquarius. So it says you enjoy being with people, but are content to be alone. You like to travel, but love relaxing at home. Oh, did they mean for that to rhyme? You are friendly and outgoing. Yeah. You are friendly and outgoing, but also detached and reserved. You have both a scientific and an artistic turn of mind. In career, you often are involved in two distinct areas of work. So it just talks about like, the poli- yeah, the polarities of an Aquarius, hmm. which I feel like one of each of those is very Saturn, 
Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Absolutely. All right. Saturn can have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's that's why I would put that as a as Saturday. But I I can also agree with Wednesday because of like Mercury's like intellectual and like inspirational and communicative communicative nature. I feel like mm-hmm. that also can can fit Aries pretty well. So either right. one is acceptable. Aquarius. Oh, Aquarius. I want to say Aquarius like notorious, but like Aquarius. Do it. Sorry. No one's stopping you. No. 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 Um, Cool. All right. So the lucky day is Wednesday, but it could also be Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lucky numbers are one and seven. Ooh. The magical birthstone is an amethyst. Oh. Brings faithfulness and love and bestows the gift of presents. Love nice. I would think yeah. like optical quartz. Mm. I don't know. You, you ever see this isn't the only. Quartz? This isn't the only astrology book, you know. Yeah, that's facts. That you need. Teresa's just um, over here being like correcting the author and shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We should take notes and yeah. send them to them. Yeah, <laughs> just send this episode to them and be like, listen. Yeah, we'll send all of them. Fix your shit. <laughs> yeah. The special color is electric blue, the Ooh, clear no. color of the sky. Whoa, That's what it says. Uh, the cities is Stockholm, Moscow, Buenos Aires, and Salzburg. <laughs> and the countries are Russia, Sweden, and Ethiopia. Hmm. The flower is an orchard. The tree is fruit trees. <laughs> nice. The metal is uranium. And this one really, this one made me chuckle. Ready? Ready. Animals ruled by Aquarius. Oh, God. Large birds. Large birds. (laughs) Thank you. So descriptive. Just large birds. This is not vague at all. Yeah, just an emu. Yeah. There's a fight. Yeah. (laughs) An eagle? Is that large enough? That's a large bird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, an emu is a bird, right? Yeah. Technically. Ostrich? Yeah, dodo bird. Mm-hmm. They're extinct, but you know, they were. Yo, an ostrich, then. though, that definitely makes sense as like an Aquarius animal. Mm. A flamingo? Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's I just I just think of like, a, like ostrich racing. I'm like, yeah. that's some Aquarius shit right there. That <laughs> is. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I know we did the danger back in the Halloween episode, but I'm going to bring the danger. Hit us with the danger. Bring the again. danger. Uh, Aquarians are innovative, unconventional, and sometimes eccentric, and therefore often targets for attack by narrow-minded people. Aquarians also have a tendency to get into unusual situations and take up oddball individuals. Take up with Mm -hmm. oddball individuals. Mm. So you gotta watch out for them oddball individuals, folks. Watch out. I feel like they take up with oddball individuals, though, because they are like, oh, it's okay, I'll just help this person. You know, like I, I can help them. You know, yeah. I can fix. Or- I could give them what they need, and then they're like, <laughs> yeah, flip scene to like six months down the line, and it's like, oh man, that was not a good idea. <laughs> Regarding life choices, yeah, poor Aquarius. that. Did you guys happen to watch on Netflix the hatchet wielding hitchhiker? Not yet. I've been wanting to watch that. Is it? Would it tell us about it? I've not watched it. Uh, But just what you just said is like all of the 
people from the beginning of it that like interviewed the guy Kai. They're mm-hmm. all just like, we just want to help this guy and like make it good. And then later they're like, uh, maybe we made a mistake here and not have done that. I don't We're know what's up. going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, he's he's in jail here oh, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I certainly hope so. Yeah, he's he's in a dirty jersey. Oh, oh nice. Better watch mm-hmm. out. Don't go near that jail. He's in like a high. He's like in a crazy jail good oh well that's good but i don't know if he, i don't know it's it's difficult it's one of those things where it's like i don't know what's going on here is it like a is it a documentary yeah with kinda. like multiple episodes or like a is it just no. a one it's a one, one take one, sally one take great. shally great um but yeah when you just said that it made me think of let me think of it hmm. we got some famous people i'm ready nice. for them yeah are you i am Oh, do I not seem ready? No, I don't know. I'm just making sure before I just wanted to make (laughs) just checking in. Just to make sure. How you doing? You all right? I'm doing okay. I'm waking up. Um, Hanging in there. Nice, nice. Every day the side of the grass is a good one. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is an Aquarius sign. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Charles Darwin. Hmm. Okay. Interesting, science. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Science. Angela science Davis. Bitch. Who's Angela Davis? Okay. Yeah, I have to look that one up. I'll probably know her in a second. Hold on. I'm going to make you guys do your own homework. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> American political activist. There you go. She's an important one. Who is Angela Davis and why is she famous? Thank you so much, Google. An American political activist, professor, and author who is an active member in the Communist Party and the Black Panther Party. Mm-hmm. She's most famous for her involvement with the Soledad brothers who were accused of killing a prison guard. She's great. I just feel like that's just, yeah, you just to explore her. She's fantastic. Okay. And I love listening to her interviews and things. Probably, I feel like everyone has seen her interview when she was younger um, at court with the Black Panthers. She's a vibe. Cool. I'll definitely yeah. look into yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil Diamond. Charles okay. Dickens. We just saw his desk. Oh. Did we? Yeah, it was at the, it was at the New York Public Library. I missed it. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, it his desk and his little and his chair. His like writing desk is there right now. That's cool. Yeah. I just watched uh, Spirited on uh, Apple TV, which was based on a Christmas story. It was very good. Oh, that's the Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds. Ish. Right. Hmm. Um, Christian Dior is an Aquarius. Mm. Okay. Dr. Dre. Nice. Is <laughs> an Aquarius. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Edison is an Aquarius. Okay. Clark Gable. Uh, Gene Hackman. Oh. Willie Wonka. Hilton. Yes. No, that's yes. no. Yes. Oh wait. No. no. Gene that's Wilder. Not... Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paris Hilton. It's hot. It's hot. Uh, 
Michael Jordan, Alicia Keys, okay. Heath Ledger, Abraham mm. Lincoln. Mm. I like that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I think it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, Yoko Ono. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock. <laughs> Franklin Roosevelt. Babe Ruth. Tom Selleck. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Got a George Stephanopoulos. Oh. Uh, Justin Timberlake, John Travolta. And I left, wow. well, and Elijah Wood. And I left my, my favorite for last. What's your favorite? Who's that? Oprah Winfrey. Oh. oh. Love her. Yeah, I love how many, <laughs> I love how, like, like the the ties that these people have to like yeah. humanitarianism like you know like not all of them but a lot of them do or like our scientists or, or big brain time. people yeah. yeah but i also think it's interesting and it just kind of validates what you were saying we're like all of these people are very different mm-hmm. yeah yes like justin timberlake like, and oprah winfrey <laughs> or paris hilton and abraham lincoln yeah yeah <laughs> What? <laughs> she's uh, fucking smart, though. I follow. I've, I've oh seen yeah, a couple she of is. Her videos, like, she's so goddamn smart. It's insane. Yeah. Because, like, you, like, yeah. I don't know. You, we all grew up around the same time, so it was like that was that that's she played era. it. Yeah, she did. Yeah, and it's so cool. Yeah. It's so fun to watch now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Dr. she's a lot open about her smarticles mm. now. Yeah. Yeah. What she were you know, she say, didn't right? have to play. She didn't have to play her dum dum. She didn't yeah. do that though. No, you know, no. it's sad that she felt that she needed to. It's Society, we're like, hey, be this like be rich, dumb, blonde girl. Yeah, and that's yeah. rude. It is that fucking is rude. rude. Free Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Um, I have a topic. Well, I don't know. Who do you, does anyone? We're just really going. We're just ham right now. Just we're going off ham. the cuff. It's yeah. yeah. We're, we're just ta- going where the wind takes us. Okay. Hit us with your chocolate. I have a I have a fact that I learned this week that I really want to share with you guys. Okay. okay. Uh, and it was so difficult for me not to say anything <laughs> during our day in New York, Teresa. I know. Because well, you did look at me at one point and you were like, I have something yes. that I want to I talk had, about. <laughs> yes. I at least like I had to do I had to at least say something so that I wouldn't just explode. Right. Okay. All right. Well, let me just start this off by saying so Stevie was here. Stevie's niece is going to college for astrophysics, all the stuff. She's like space, 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 space. She loves space. Mm-hmm. So you know we got into some conversations. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've been looking, we got into this whole topic and I've been looking for the best explanation on here, like verbiage of it. So I'm just going to read this bit and then I want you guys to take it in. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Astronauts who have gone on spacewalks constantly speak of space's extraordinary peculiar odor. They can't okay. smell it while they're actually bobbing in it because the interiors of their spacesuit just smells plasticky. But upon stepping back into the space station and removing their helmets, they get a strong distinctive width of the final frontier. 
the odor clings to their suit, helmet, gloves, and tools. Fugitives from the near vacuum, probably atomic oxygen, among other things, the clinging particles have the aroma of seared steak. That's so weird. I've heard. I've heard that space has a. I don't. I don't remember where I've heard, but I have heard that I, I didn't know about the steak thing. But I have heard that fact before. That's crazy. That's fucking weird. Space meat. Space meat. Oh god. Space I don't like that. smells I'm... like meat. Space meat. Somebody's up there Why? grilling. Fucking aliens are up there grilling steaks and shit. <laughs> okay, so the the idea behind it is that when like the sense attach and then when they go inside there's like little combustions that happen when the carbon mixes with the oxygen and then it creates this smell mm-hmm. of okay. like seared steak yeah but it's kind of weird that it's steak so yeah Teresa, your face right now <laughs> i'm just i'm just trying to think about this like what a tease for these astronauts that are like man i could really go for a goddamn steak right now <laughs> and like <laughs> they got the dehydrated mac and like, cheese yeah i'm just gonna eat my fucking freeze-dried ice cream now yeah, yeah. Fucking that's steak. So good. um yeah i'm just a little mind blown by that like i guess i just never thought that space smelled like anything yeah well this is what's hard is because they technically aren't out there smelling it when they're out there right, because right. they would die. Right. Yeah. So it's whatever is on them. And then when they get into the station and then whatever is on them mixes with the oxygen, it makes it smell like seared steak. Okay. So, so it's almost like one of those, uh, if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around to hear it, it doesn't make a sound, but it's like, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, like, somebody needs to just take a jar and bring that's it out true. with them. I just, <laughs> just... But that's what's... But, so when actually, you, but then we when went you there. It, when you bring it in, you won't be able to smell it because it'll be mixed with oh. oxygen immediately. Yep. Mm. Unless you sucked all the oxygen out of it, but then you're still just, like, all around it when you go to do it. But then you can't really even still smell We went down the whole yeah. jar. Yeah. We wanted to open up a jar. Okay. And then we were wondering if you brought the jar back to Earth and then opened it, would, it, would the jar actually shatter? Mm. if you went to open the jar because it vacuumed i don't so think, was, they've they've collected particles and stuff like that from yeah. space so i don't think it would shatter but like as soon as you opened up that jar it would mix with oxygen it just filled with air and then it's gonna yeah. smell like steak you wouldn't be able to smell it yeah so space smells like meat i'm here for it that's so strange i just feel really bad i'm really like thinking about these astronauts that could really just go for a goddamn steak and like they're just stuck with freeze-dried stuff and space is just like, fuck you. I think we're in a stomach of a big Mm. universe creature. Mm. What kind of creature? I don't know. The universe creature is beyond my understanding. Okay. Why does space smell like meat? There's only one explanation. But, like, maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's just the closest thing that it resembles. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, like, another... Well, it, there are some like, people that said hot metal or welding fumes. Oh. But... Huh. Steak. <laughs> Guys, steak. I know. Steak. I know. My, I'm sorry. Space I don't meat. have... My brain is just... Yeah. 
I'm just trying to think of all the possibilities as to why it would smell like meat. I'm still stuck on the astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's really wild. But yeah, I mean, that that's what they would have to do. They would have to like... But then, yeah, they're not even going to be able to really smell it, though, because even if they do do the jar thing and vacuum out the oxygen, because then how are they even going to get the smell Yeah, another way? Yep. But yeah, no, I think the whole thing is just mind blowing me because I just literally never thought that space would smell like anything. Like, <laughs> does the earth smell like something that we're just like used to it smelling well, like and we just don't listen, know the I difference? Can, I can smell Jersey when I drive into it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, can smell I don't smell anything. That's different though. That's is it so? <laughs> When I when, when we drove back from New York City, right over the like right into Jersey, I was like, "Oh, we're home." Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that um, that's wild. I do too feel bad for the astronauts, and I'm just like really curious. I I just want somebody to figure this out. So, so here's Stevie's one thing it says. <laughs> yeah yeah i know we, we we sent her back like i was like you need to figure this out you need to go ask one of your professors um <laughs> here's something that says what the astronauts are smelling are pulse pulsolic aromic hydrocarbons that i definitely said wrong uh which form during combustion which occurs during the death of stars Oh, I love you that. You probably, hopefully, won't be smelling them in space anytime soon because you die. But you can <laughs> smell them uh, in bacon right here on Earth. What the nice. fuck is that? Oh, we're cooking up oh, stardust it? with our bacon. I love it. I was just going to say, so wait. Are the astronauts are... leaving the International Space? Uh, love the taste of so we're in, in the we're in a pig then, if bacon is similar. Mm. Where the and then something else that says the universe also smells like burned almond cookies. Wow. Okay. So the person can't the the fucking space. I mean, the most common one is seared steak cookies. Yeah, the most common <laughs> one is seared steak. Steaks. Okay, so it needs to stick to steak because obviously that sounds well. Maybe it's a but there are some like people that interesting the hydrogen sulfide floating around the same smell rotten eggs give off. Oh, see what the fuck? So like sulfur. Yeah, I feel like sulfur. Rude. Rude yeah, but like sulfur doesn't smell like steak, cookies. but it, I agree with her. That's what I'm saying. That's so wild. Okay. Um, uh, so if you ever want to smell like the human embodiment of the universe, check the bottom of your trash can for some eau de universe. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and then there's like a picture of somebody like spraying themselves. With so, but it's saying that like. So it smells like all of these things. I will never be the same. I'm confused. I'm totally a different person now that I know that space smells like steak. Because it told yeah. me that I could go smell it when I was smelling bacon. It's like burnt bacon. Yeah. Well, Seared steak. Yeah, but then it said go check the bottom of the trash can. Yeah, it smells what like smell? trash. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why we're all trash, like Maybe. humans. You Probably. Know. <laughs> Explains that. No, everything. I could... I can see the the correlation between seared steak and trash. I know that that doesn't sound right, but I can see the correlation between those two things. I cannot see the correlation between seared steak and almond cookies, though. <laughs> That's Burnt interesting. Almond Burnt almond cookies. Okay. So whoever, whatever stomach we're in is a shitty cook. 
Yeah. <laughs> just really needs to get their shit. Either together. that or they really need to take some probiotics and balance yes. out their stomach bacteria. <laughs> but then we might die because we're probably the stomach bacteria. We're probably the stomach bacteria. There'll be like just so, a bunch of fucking asteroids just coming at us. Yeah. We're in a space stomach. All right. That's oh fair. It's just digesting star death. Wow. And All right. I'm uncomfortable forever now. Yeah. Same. It, it like kind of puts me on to this, like also um, the theory of us being in a simulation, which also like can keep me up at night if I think about it too much. Let's get yeah. there. So I just, my, I'm, my brother, I'm about this conversation. John, my brother is convinced that we are in a simulation. Yeah. And like, like I said, if I think about it too hard, I can kind of see it. But at the same time, I, I don't, I don't know. I, because I just feel like things happen. Like, like, I don't, I feel like we have to, there's too much chance for it to be a simulation is what I'm trying to say. But it could be false chances. You know, everything's What do you mean by chance? Like everything. Like I don't wake up every day at eight o'clock and take a shower and eat breakfast and get ready and sit on my computer. Like, I feel like if I was in a simulation, I wouldn't have the ability to just do what I wanted when I wanted to do it. It would just be something that would be more regimented. Right. But you would be like, it would be, that idea would be implanted in your head to do the thing. Like, so you think that you have free will, but it's like a false free will. Okay. So that's definitely one aspect. The other aspect is you are in the simulation, but you are not of it. Okay. So just because you're not getting up at eight o'clock in the morning and doing all these routine things, there are all of these people in the world that you have no idea like I could be, I could be one and not even know it. And Teresa, this could just be your world that you're living in. And like everyone else around you is just mm-hmm. a simulation, which technically, if you want to like think about shit that way, when it comes to like the conscious mind, each person is only experiencing their own thing and have not heard- experiencing anyone else's thing. So everyone else can be a simulation. Have you heard the theory that we're all the same person? just in different lifetimes happening at the same time yeah that's kind of what yeah. in a weird way i believe <laughs> yeah personally I think that's so cool yeah i think it's the whole like we're all individual um individual aspects of the universe experiencing itself mm-hmm. i can yeah. see that I just like and then everything coming up now with like the metaverse and like all of that stuff. I'm just getting really uncomfortable. Very. Oh, yeah. Simulation (laughs) inside of a simulation. Yeah. But it was actually uh, what we were talking about. This might make you feel better. okay? because John gets really into the AI. Like he was reading this book into the singularity and it was just like freaking him the fuck out. But John also likes to do that to himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I get like real uncomfortable about the things too. So you guys heard about the solar flares that happened? You know how they had to like land all those planes for a day? Yeah. 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 So supposedly there's like all of these solar flares that are about to like pop off. And Stevie's so smart. Uh, we were talking about AI and like AI taking over the world or whatever. And then maybe the solar flare is going to destroy the grid. Ooh. But then it actually destroys the AI. Oh mm. shit! Yeah. So that it doesn't take over. 
So, and then that's like, maybe this is just, obviously this has probably happened many times in the past with civilizations where they've created right. something. And then the sun's like, nah, dude, fuck that. That's stupid. But then yeah. we're in that kind of system <laughs> and rotation. Then we're just repeating ourselves. So we are in a simulation. Mm. Mm, okay. I'm sorry. I'm really. No, well, history does repeat itself. That's a fact, you know? Does, and yeah. so it's like learning the lesson over and over again in different ways. And I feel like when we finally learn the lesson, it's like leveling up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> but if that's the case, then we have not learned. If this is the case, this is the lesson. We have not learned it this year or this year. This, <laughs> this go around. No. Yeah. So maybe the solar flare only happens when AI starts to take over. And then it's like, no, no. My brain. <laughs> um, okay. This is a very Aquarius episode, though. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because one of the things that I read in that chapter is like, uh, Aquarius is always ask why, because they just want to know yeah. the thing. Like, why? explain it. And I don't have an answer for any of these things. Don't have an answer for meat space. And I just want to know why. <laughs> right. All these things are real and not real at the same time. I, I need one. to go take a nap. I have another conspiracy theory that I, I, I've heard this one before, but I, it just reminded me of it last night uh, when I was watching um, on Film Rise. They have uh, it's a ghost show called Death Walker by and it has uh, Nick Nick Groff. Uh, he used to be part of Ghost Adventures like forever ago. Um, uh-huh. But he has his own show, so I was and I heard um, somebody was talking about it on TikTok, so I was listening to it. And they went to, I can't remember, uh, some mental hospital. It was like they were just. It was, he was talking to the guy, and the that I guess worked there or whatever. And he was like, the guy. The guy said, you know, in my opinion, ghosts and spirits and stuff are just different timelines happening at the same time and just echoing into ours so like he Mm. said it's crazy to think that something that we're saying right now in this room could be heard from like somebody in 100 years you know just at the same time and i was just like i fucking love it because he's like because we've been told as a human as as humans or whatever that time is linear and he's like i don't believe it yeah he said, I don't believe time is linear. I don't believe linear. time is linear either. And it's just, it was, and I, I've heard that theory before and I love that theory, but it was just, it was really cool to, anyway, it was a good show. I, I didn't hate it. I, I want to try something right now. Go ahead. Inspired by what you just said. Hit it, hit me. Hit it. Uh-oh. Space me! <laughs> People in like the the 1800s just heard you and was like, "What the <laughs> fuck was that?" <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted. That's... Somebody, somebody that's was just it. walking through your woods I right now needed, in the 1800s. I needed another is like, timeline. Is like somebody is just walking through your woods right now in 1800 is like God just heard. I just heard the voice of God. <laughs> God, is that you? Space meat. Okay. <laughs> What happens if I just type in space meat? I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be like freeze-dried grossness or something. 
Um, I really love that theory, though, that time isn't linear. And I feel like we've talked about the good place before on here, Mm, uh, the show. And uh, they talk about how time isn't a Jeremy Baramy. And um, I really, truly, I believe that. I don't think time is linear. I think if we, you know, died tomorrow, and if you believe in reincarnation, you can be reincarnated into, like, 1776. Like, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. You know, where, like, where you are in time, like, you could be reincarnated to where your soul needs to be. So I 100% believe that. I believe that, like, you know, the connection that we are all one, we all come from, like, the same energy. Um so like believing all of that and then trying to also like get her get my head around this like simulation idea i just feel like it's all like contradictory and then like if i'm in a simulation like if i'm not somebody who is of the simulation but i'm a part of it then am i the main character of the simulation Mm. or are you made to think that you are yeah But then, like, I feel like everybody that I surround myself with, like, my friends and, like, you know, you know, the people that I'm really truly, like, connected with, like, I feel like I don't really know. I mean, I guess I know a couple of people that are on that, like, routine grind, but, like, a lot of us, I feel like, step out of that. You know what I mean? Like, the people that I, like, just, like, you guys and, like, our friends and, like, the people that we surround ourselves with, like, I feel like we are not of the simulation as much as like maybe other people are maybe it's like so i don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh the divergent series no yeah the book series that then was a so i think i only watched the first one but i've i've read some of it too as a long time so basically it's like so i'm wondering if like in the simulation theory we're like an experiment and people are like trying to get us to step outside of that simulation you know what I mean? Like, so we're, they started the simulation with like, okay, this is what you guys are meant to do. Like, this is, we're going to put you here in this specific path. Like you're going to do the routine grind. You're going to do all this stuff. But like the people that step out, like we're waiting for people to step outside of it. And that's when we know we have an successful experiment. Because that's what they did with the divergence. Like everybody had their own categories and most people stuck with those categories until you had one person that was multiple different categories and that person was divergent i'm I'm Mm. feeling it's it's really interesting and it makes more sense if like but that's where my mind went was the divergent series yeah i'll have to watch that but then what would even be stepping out of the norm well what does it even want from us who knows space meat Mm, that's what it wants space (laughs) meat ew we're space meat we are space meat it's the aliens. I'm telling you, the aliens are having are are, are harvesting having a fucking barbecue. Space yeah. <laughs> no, they don't want to eat us. They want to be friends with us. They want to help us. We should dive into CE5. I feel like we should do a, like a topic about it and like look into it and then like do it one day. I watched it. I joined the website thing. I don't know what it is. It's close encounters of the fifth kind. So essentially through like meditation and um, visualization and like laser light work, you can connect with uh, extraterrestrials and have conversations with them. There's a whole like documentary on it. There's many documentaries on it. Look up Dr. Stephen Greer. Okay. Uh, He is like the father of CE5. Okay. Um, 
and uh it's, it's very very interesting universe. yeah mm-hmm. and i just feel like i don't know i feel like aquarius season like we're going down the extraterrestrial rabbit hole now like mm. <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah you look uncomfortable rachel are you not about communicating with extraterrestrials no it's just i'm just i remember watching that for the first time being like i want to get this person at anahata's and then just being like i don't know about this person Mm. Mm. gotcha i don't think i don't know i'm not uncomfortable though i have no problem with talking to extraterrestrials about it show up show up (laughs) oh my god imagine she just gets taken no you just start like yeah. levitating through the ceiling and get like maggie's in, like <laughs> get in loser. Maggie's, like ruse trying to like grab your sweatpants to like pull you back down mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see my sweatpants no oh oh tarot like sweatpants yeah tarot pants they look very comfy they are they are they're very very comfortable got them from uh shop the eighth house oh shout out to sarah shout out metaphysical kind of also leftist activist witchy shop nice nice yeah where is Uh, it it's in philly nice also did you just purchase those i did nice Mm -hmm. on your Mm -hmm. philly excursion on my Philly excursion. Five, 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 five. Mm-hmm. Again. Good job. We did it the last like time, it. too. So, yeah. now that we're all uncomfortable, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> what's one good thing that happened to you guys since uh, our last episode? How about that? Uh, we announced a tour. We did announce mm. it. I'm so excited about that. Mm-hmm. The Tau. Uh, the Tau. I posted the save the date for the Poipus. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I shared it everywhere. And you got so, you. so much reaction so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like there's like over 100 people that have already responded less than 24 hours. There's I more than 200. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I, I checked like later in the evening and i was like how many people and it said two 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 no oh, responded so perfect. far and i was like let's see how many people have responded now just because i'm curious da, 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 da. 246 da. people have responded nice nice mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah, man. that's like you're half sold out already <laughs> yeah it'll yeah, it'll be sold out this year for sure <laughs> We're going to try to add in some overflow parking because it'll definitely sell out this year. Mm-hmm. Nice. How exciting. Very exciting. What so about you, Tabitha? Get you got any exciting news over there in the Delaware? No. <laughs> I'm not sick anymore. There That's you go. Good. That's, That's exciting. Good. Yeah, we love that. There's Being sick is, news. is the worst. We also we also created an astro lounge. Oh, the oh astro yeah, that's group. right. I'm excited about the astro lounge. Me too. I feel like we've been getting a lot of good uh, response in there. I think so too. I really just 
love Astro Lounge. I do. Too. It just came to me. I was I was I imagining the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah. Like I just I want a cigar. Mm-hmm. I want a three piece suit. <laughs> brandy, and a good hat, and brandy. Yeah. Well, what about smoking? But not to jacket? drink. You just need to hold it. Yeah. Smoking jacket. Yeah. Smoking jacket. Actually, that's right. Yeah. Like a silky one. Yeah. Red. Red. Like a deep burgundy. Yeah. yeah. Like a deep black. brick red. red. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so good something good too. that happened to me. He did have a good mustache. Something good that has happened to me is I got to have like a really nice weekend with a lot of people that I love, which was great. It was good. That's awesome. Yeah, it was good. It was great. It was grand. Um, it was a good weekend. It was. Um, I have Aquarius questions. Okay. Sorry. It's just, Why are you sorry? this is, I don't know. So we were talking about good things. And I'm like, wait, no, we got to get weird again. We got to go back. <laughs> let's go back to the weird. Yeah. For Okay. How does Aquarius rising show up in people? Well, that was David Bowie. David Bowie was Aquarius rising Capricorn sun. Right. So that was yeah. a good, like a good explanation. But Aquarius moon. Like, mm-hmm. what's that about? So people that have an Aquarius moon are actually surprisingly more emotional than you would think. Um, They are very like uh, introverted in the sense that like they're not really going to ever tell you exactly how they feel. Um, It's always going to be like part of them is going to like keep uh, some, you know, some things close to their chest. I feel like they also have like a very deep heart for people. So um they do tend to to be a little emotional in that sense, but they also tend to try to figure everything out by themselves. Like they they will come to somebody if they really need to, but they're going to really try hard to like keep it in and figure it out for themselves first before they involve anybody else into it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, depending on the type of Aquarius moon that you get, like they can be people that are very detached and like kind of like ghost you or like kind of disappear for a little while when they like need time to like reset um because like the book said you know they very much like to be around people but also they need their alone time for for that reset like they need to like literally sit down and plug themselves into the wall and let their batteries charge (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so i feel Mm -hmm. like and that's all aquarius is but i feel like if you have an aquarius moon the need for that is a lot stronger because that's how you can kind of like process your emotions, in my opinion. Is alone time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, so it sounds, it, honestly, it sounds a little bit like Capricorn. And it makes sense that they're both, you know, the traditional ruler is Saturn. Because it sounds a little yeah. bit like a Capricorn moon in, in certain ways. In other ways, not so much. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like the Capricorn moon is just like more like rigid about themselves where the Aquarius moon will kind of just like detach disassociate like where the Capricorn moon will like try to find like any any way to fix the problem and solution I feel like the Aquarius moon is just going to detach disassociate take some time to just like not use their brain and then come back and try to figure it out if that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like people that have air and fire placements together are like an explosion of energy. 
So like somebody that has like a fire sun and like an air moon or like vice versa, I feel like that kind of energy, it like, it gives them, so like the fire gives them more of like the spark to like be emotional and speak on their feelings and that kind of stuff where the, the air also gives them the space and the freedom to like, kind of like connect with themselves. I don't know if that makes sense. I just feel like I the mean fire. I refer to myself as a fire tornado because I have my air sun and my fire moon. Yeah, a fire tornado makes sense. Makes that a lot of sense. sense. So I, I think tomatoes. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're scary. Love horrifying. Don't live. Well, I mean, I guess we still have them up here, but not as much as other places. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. So so what about so I mean go go into the Aquarius rising too because I feel like there's a lot of duality with Aquarius too. Yeah, I just if think that it's it's all about just it. like unique. <laughs> it's all about uniqueness, but it doesn't have to be unique in your eyes. It's what's unique in their eyes. So you know, some it might be like David Bowie, who is somebody who really like stood out with their their fashion choices and the way that they presented themselves. Or it could be somebody who's an Aquarius rising, and you know, unique for them is wearing a purple shirt instead of a black one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's whatever fits more into like their comfort zone of how they want to express themselves but they're always going to express themselves differently than the status quo cool word do you feel yeah. like there's one plant placement um more than others that really kind of embodies aquarius energy or like if you have whatever planet in aquarius like you're it's going to really stand out does that make sense yeah well, in its home planets, you know, like in, in Saturn and Uranus, definitely. Um, it is in detriment in the sun um, because Leo is the um, like docile, the domicile sign. So it's its home sign. So because of that, like an Aquarius sun is technically known as like a detrimented sign, which just means that like it's not as um, like it just doesn't have as much power to it. I feel like. And Aquarius Mercury is probably a pretty decent placement with like the way that they express like intellectually mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And uh, yeah, I would say I would say Mercury and then Saturn and Uranus hmm. and rising okay. sign because I feel like the I feel like a lot of Aquarius risings are very expressive just in their own ways. Okay, cool. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Did you have any other questions, Rachel? You said you had Aquarius questions. That was my Aquarius question. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it just sounded like you had more than one, so that's the only reason. Well, yeah, wondering. it was the rising and the moon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. I have. Well, I guess I do have one more. Why does space smell like meat? <laughs> I don't know, and it makes know. me. I know. I know. I have so I many theories now. <laughs> Yeah, tell us your hear, theories. Yeah, I want to know everyone else's theory. Why Pop off space, in the Astro Lounge. <laughs> for real. Tell me yeah. why space smells like meat. I need or to if know. Or Patreon, pa- pop off in the uh, Astro Hose. Oh, yes. yes. To g mm-hmm. Astro Hose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do have 
on the day that this comes out, I have I have a I have a little forecast if you guys want it. Oh, yeah, a little, little, little transit. Will little you transit. for my cast? I will for your cast. That sounds oh. really dirty. All right. So on the day that this comes out, January twenty sixth, Venus is going straight into Pisces, and I just I just wanted oh. to end it. I just wanted to talk about it because it's a little cutie, it's a little cutie. So sweet. I love it. With this transit. Um, we find our, that our love is unconditional and all-encompassing. Um, Facts. We find ourselves to be more forgiving and compassionate towards our partners and loved ones. So it's just one big hug for the next, like, six weeks. It is. <laughs> it does come with a little bit of a warning, though, because, like, Pisces, for all of their knowledge and their wisdom, tends to be a little bit codependent naive i was gonna say mm. just a little bit so just be careful to like keep it keep a sharp eye out for the red flags um the love that we have for our partners this all-encompassing unconditional love can really make us overlook some uh serious issues um and this reminded me of a song by halsey um a little a line in it um that really kind of sticks with me and lived in my head rent free um but the line is, I can't remember what song it was, but it says simply that warning signs, the warning signs can feel like they're butterflies. Um, just mm. be careful out there and don't accept less than you deserve, which is everything. That is you everything. Everything. Um, but I mean, like that quote is everything. Yeah, it is. It's, it's That's true. like the people thriving in chaos, like mm -hmm. not recognizing what this actually feels like. And you think that it's butterflies, but really it's danger. Yeah. Warning signs can feel like they're butterflies. Just remember that. I love that quote. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's kind of mind blowing. It is. And you really sit there and think about it. And it's, yeah. Anyway, during this transit, we might rely more on our intuition when it comes to finances um, and money can get a little slippery during this time. Uh, but if you connect with your talents, uh, our desire to heal others and serve, then the financial aspects of this sign might improve a bit. Uh, this transit i mean sorry uh, but overall this is wonderful and loving transit just make sure to keep your eyes open for the signs of trouble don't you know yeah. it's, gonna, it's very much a uh, rose-colored glasses type of, mm, type yeah. of transit so everything's a lie no <laughs> <laughs> we're living in a simulation okay yeah no <laughs> no uh... <laughs> Space does Maybe. not smell like meat. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. And it's it not real either. That's no. weird. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing is real. None of it. Uh, oh, yeah. We're living meat. in a simulation. Like, time isn't real. Really, Like, time really isn't real. Space really isn't real. Like, none of it's real. And it doesn't really smell like meat. We're not real, yeah. Or maybe that's why it smells like meat. is because we're in a simulation. Mm. Also, who's simulating us? Hot. hot aliens the universe yeah. what is it like outside of the simulation it's mushrooms tabitha do oh. you have somebody behind you no are the dogs in there with you yeah june is oh, okay dude you might did she just jump off her bed yeah june just like ran into her crate my stomach oh, okay. just dropped like right out of my butt yeah, mine too I was, I was like, like what the fuck my are you butt talking got tight. about yeah. i was like 
<laughs> well, because I I saw June jump off the bed, but it looked like a shadow that like kind of like ran past you. So no, I got it's just nervous. June. Okay. June, don't do that. You're scaring. You're scaring us. <laughs> We're talking about simulations and shit. Yeah, and then and then a uh, extraterrestrial just comes in and just nabs Tabitha. Listen, listen. <laughs> there's evidence. June's an Aquarius. That's true. So she knew we were talking about her. Yeah, that's facts. Mm. All right, so Aquarius season. Aquarius season. I this was. Uh, I feel like this was very Aquarius. This was very Aquarius. Like we didn't even really need to explain it. Like this entire podcast just embodies. Yeah. Aquarius. Yeah. Watch out for mm. your ankles, folks. Oh, God. Yeah. Ankles. I still hate. I mean, I, I cannot. I'm not going to be able to look at Aquarius the same way again. I'm just going to like see so an weird. ankle that's just not attached, and it's just kind of me. Yeah. Like, where are you running? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Take time for some self care. Plug that... your ankles into the wall and recharge. Get a yeah. Get a cast. Like, get a walk or just some some boots. Yeah, so, yeah, good pair of boots. And some new boot goofing. Mm. <laughs> also, since uh, Uranus is the planet that rules Aquarius, just know that like in life, there are big changes that come and go. And as you continue to step through your every moment, as you continue to grow, as you continue to process emotions and feelings... Rachel, you froze really funny, and I just no, got didn't. So I was waiting. I, I was know. waiting. I was waiting for the rest of it. I was like, "That's yeah. perfect. We should end it there." <laughs> I'm like, "What's that? What is?" Oh my god, no! But you froze, Rachel, like about to like hit your pen, like on no, my that wasn't. And- I wasn't. I wasn't frozen. I was literally stuck like that, waiting for you to answer. Oh my god, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that was me. I was like. <laughs> No, before that, though, you did freeze in a different position. Mm. But anyway, <laughs> change is inevitable. The only way out is through. I love you all. Astro hose out. Astro hose out. Gang, gang. Oh, I got to press pause. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo at gmail.com. What else, Babble Sauce? Why does space smell like meat? Mm. What are your thoughts on simulation theory? Wow. Is, ta- is time wow. linear, Babble Sauce? Wow. Insightful words. There you go. It's weird how her silence speaks volumes. It is. There you have it, folks.
insights with babble sauce mm-hmm. 